Arthur Balfour, the Tijuana Brass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio, making his occasional appearance now at this point. Perhaps it's semi-monthly. Uh, perhaps it's bi-weekly, is how you want to think about it. I think it's actually been three weeks since he last appeared on Fangraphs Audio, though. He is a contributor to CBSSports.com's Ion Baseball. The author of three books, one of which is serviceable, one of which is above average, in fact. It's Dane Perry. The guest is Dane Perry. This episode plays out very similarly uh, to other episodes of Fangraphs Audio, on which Dane Perry is the guest, which is to say uh, it, it's largely populated by sound and fury. Sound and fury and uh, likely signifies nothing is the point. Now listen, if you've come to Fangraphs Audio looking for the same sort of crack analysis that can be found in that pages, in that site's pages, that site's electronic pages, uh, please do direct your attention not to this uh, episode of the podcast, but look at uh, Dave Cameron's uh, weekly appearances, which are available usually on Monday or Tuesday, Dave Cameron's weekly appearances. There will, fe- uh, there will frequently be a podcast of, of, uh, on the topic of prospects. We'll discuss prospects of one sort. Maybe Mark Hewlett is on that. We've also had El Scarupa of late. Uh, finally, uh, uh, I will use my membership in the Baseball Writers Association to talk with actual baseball players. So, for example, last week, I think it was, submitted a, um, an episode of the podcast as Conversation with Tim Hudson, uh, which is quite nice. Recently, I talked with uh, recent uh, Tigers draftee and Vanderbilt alum, uh, gentleman ball player Connor Harrell. That was another episode of the podcast. It was uh, released this week, so, um, you know, early, just before the fourth. So anyway, uh, go to those episodes. Uh, don't listen to this episode if you want baseball analysis. Uh, do listen to it if you want to feel good about your own life, regardless uh, of the fact that it would be very uh, fair to say that it's just an exercise in failure because what you're about to hear is a, um, an interview with someone in Dane Perry who has perfected failure. It is Fangraphs Audio. It features Dane Perry, and it begins right now. That that I hate the Skype thing. Well, do you know why we do the Skype thing, Dane? Because you have a terrible phone. No, it's because no, it's because you abandoned. It's you abandoned. Um, you you only make um, combined with your wife. You only have income to do one thing, and between have a, have a home phone, and send your child to school. Correct. And you've chosen, I guess, nobly. You've chosen the latter, but. Oh yeah. uh, uh, well. Look, I'm talking to you from across the room. No, I just stop doing that. What are you doing on that side of the room? <laughs> I'm going to let my dog out. Okay. Now I'm at the door, opening the door, calling my dog. Get out of my house. <laughs> All right, now I'm back. How are the levels? Uh, yeah, they're decent. They're decent. There may be, uh, yeah. as I say, I'm... I, so I found myself in a position, uh, a rather nice position, where uh, my my wife and I will be house and pet sitting uh, for uh, for a friend, a uh, pair of friends of ours, a married couple that uh, oh. with whom with whom we're friendly, and uh, they're going to be uh, they're going to be abroad. They will be abroad with their child. And, Your entire uh, social circle is awful. No, no, no. It's no, it's good. Go ahead, though. They're sweet. They're very sweet people. They they have uh, real jobs and they own a house. Yeah, so do we. Yes. Yeah, so... <laughs> well, you're considerably older. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, your point. 
Uh, my point is that uh, be, because they've moved into it um, somewhat recently, it's not entirely furnished yet. And so I'm recording this actually from their very nice porch, uh, ah. like sort of an outdoor table, and it's very pleasant uh, here. And of course, you don't live uh, you don't live very far away. I'm assuming it's also a pleasant day in Chicago. Is that the case? Uh, yeah, it appears to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, I, I might even mow the yard today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so in fact, um, we're, we're going to be here for a month, and so uh, for example, uh, there will be certain tasks. Um, administered to me, which uh, are along those lines of mowing a lawn, I will have to do. Uh, there's a possibility that I will grill. There seems to be some pressure oh, wow. on me to grill while I'm here. Um, you get to play man. Yeah. Although, uh, with regard to the lawnmower, no priming necessary. What do you know about that? What would you say? Priming versus no prime. There's no priming necessary with this particular brand of lawnmower. You know my little choke button? I don't know if there is a choke button. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you don't need to do it, you don't need to do it. Yeah, I guess I'll forget about it. Yeah. Do you do you have to prime, or do you? What do you use to mow? I have a I have a small yard, so I have a manual lawnmower. Yeah, and is it well uh, well lubricated? Uh, it's pretty much maintenance free, being manual. Well, no, but sometimes I know I've used uh, I have I have myself has used uh, manual mowers, and I know that it's nice to have one that's well. Um, it's free and easy. Uh, I, I had at one point used an older one at a house my father bought when I was young, and it was uh, quite old and kind of maybe rusted or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I've used newer ones, and they're, they're great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting a riding lawnmower. For that small area? Yeah. yeah. Would, you, would you give the, the listener a sense of how big your backyard is? Uh, it is almost as small as sadness. Mm-hmm. But it's yours. Oh, I mean, I mean, it's the bank. It's mine. Yeah, it belongs to me. Well, and the, I mean, the bank it belongs to the bank. Yeah, true. It's mm-hmm. yeah, fair point. Yeah, oh. I, I, about twenty five percent of it belongs to me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you're doing a good job, Dane. So screw you and your ancestors. <laughs> How's that? Yeah, that's all right. Stupid baboon. Yeah. Wow. You really you're going back to that one. Yeah, it's a good word. Yeah. Hey, Dane, listen. Yeah. It's been too long. Hasn't it, though? Mm-hmm. Three weeks, I believe. I was. Yeah. Uh, I spent some of that time in Michigan. You. Um, what have you yeah. been up to, though? Well, let's start. Let's start with uh, current events first. Yesterday was I Egypt. Would... Current events. How about no, that? Well, okay, we'll get to that in a moment. But um, uh, yesterday was what I assume what the listeners. Um, will assume probably is uh, one of your favorite holidays. The 4th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Day, uh, the day America beat Russia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that holiday. What do you, uh, what do you do, what do you do on July 4th? How do you spend July 4th, Dan? I was working. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 You were working for, uh, for Danny Nobler? Now, were you writing for it, or were you, were you fulfilling some other sort of uh, duty for him? Uh, <laughs> were you were you using a... Now, does his lawnmower have a primer? He wanted me to polish his floors. Okay. So I, I rented a uh, big buffer to yeah. polish his floors. So. No, yeah, I, I, was, uh, I was on the job at uh, Ion Baseball, CBSSports.com, the home for all baseball fans. Baseball. When you're when you're working for him, does he does he ask you to speak in the in sort of a meek Cockney accent? 
Hello, Mr. Danny. <laughs> yeah, hello, Mr. Danny. Happy yeah. to be here. Only, yeah. tw- only 12 hours today, is that it? I have to wear knickers and put uh, put uh, stripes of coal dust on my face. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a like a ball player might with um, with uh, eye black, but uh, for you it's uh, well, it's uh, po- it's poisonous. Is what it is. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You 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 want to? We could see you contracting cancer as you work for Danny Nobler. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he likes me to walk with a limp and, and yeah. complain about my case of trench mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it, yeah. Oh, it's all right. Uh, just a horse kick me a little bit. It'll clear yeah. up. Actually, uh, Danny Nobler is uh, uh, a gentleman, an okay. outstanding professional, mm-hmm. and has been nothing but uh, but uh, patient and courteous with me, and it's my privilege to work with him and to learn from him. <laughs> okay. So there Moving is. on. <laughs> Did you have anything to say? Um, you were saying. I heard you threatened to give hard record AIDS. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> with regard to uh, Tom Hodgecourt, uh, my colleague in the Baseball Writers Association. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, but uh, to, to say that we're colleagues is to dramatically uh, understate. Uh, or I should say overstate my equality to the quality of my work to his because he doesn't care for your work at all he, he well if we're being honest and yeah we can do real talk uh, he, uh, he may not know that it exists okay fair enough but it's that's how it should be yeah, yeah. oh god Russell Brand I like to punch him oh yeah I, I uh, well one way to it's just to avoid him. You can do that, you know. I, I, I do my best, yeah. Have you purposely sought out his movies? And, oh, my God, no. Okay. I did see whatever that was, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which was fine. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know much about that. But that's fine. No. That's fine. No. But, uh, yeah, I, I uh, whatever. So you I toiled on the 4th. I did toil. Yeah, I did toil. I, uh, what else did I do besides toil? Did you, did you, did you eat a brat? Oh, no, you're a vegetarian. I would not do that. No, did you eat a veggie brat? Uh, what did I have? I, ma- I made some Chinese food. Mm-hmm. I took time to do that. Yeah. Uh, from the garden, Sistuli. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have a backyard garden. Now, let me ask you. Yeah. Um, when you were working on the fourth, did yeah. you do any work that was as difficult as uh, as your post today? Um, when you uh, simply inserted into your uh, into a post a picture of Boog Powell. Uh, wrote a sentence and then hit publish. Was any was anything was there anything that was that laborious? Are you suggesting that that was not an honest day's work? I, you know, I'm just quite. I just, it's a simple question, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I, there's, no, there's no hidden meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of my posts were involved and involved mm-hmm. lots of words. Okay. And typing and thinking. Okay. Others. We're simply meant to take the uh, to take the reader on a, a brief journey of whimsy. Okay. Alright. I E Well I guess I should say E G E G that uh, that Boog Powell post, which was an awesome photo. Right. It was, yeah. And you can stick it up your worthless ass if you don't like it. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Things got things got heated. Yeah. Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. yeah. Real talk. I'll punch your liver out the back. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. 
Yeah. Well. Did that just come to you in the moment, Dane? You just let yourself, your rage fill you? Uh, yeah, it's starting to do that again. Okay. Very yeah. good. Very good. Yeah. So, uh, well, here, here's a uh, listener question that you do. Uh, um, Is this question time? What the hell? No, no, no. It's not question time. I wasn't told this. No, no, no. But there was a listener I mentioned yesterday. Ah! I mentioned yesterday if you have a question for Dane Perry, don't expect it to be answered. Right. So I'm not going to answer this. But go well, ahead. yeah. So you can go wherever you want with this. But someone I said, will. I will. What's, what's your favorite bar in Chicago? Uh, I answered that. House of Blues. Have I mentioned before uh, to you that uh, I actually have been to that House of Blues in Chicago? And then I, I saw. There. I think there's a bowling alley near there, and I went there or something. 1980s, uh, well, I mean, uh, still flourishing, I should say. But yeah. uh, at the peak of their success was, I believe, the mid to late 80s, uh, the band Europe. Yes. Yeah, I've said this to you before. The final countdown! Yeah, they played a lot of other songs, but that was uh, certainly the most well received. That whole album is very strong, though. <laughs> Familiar with their work. Okay. Uh, my favorite bar in Chicago. Someone says, is there, is there a bar called Local Option? Is that a bar? Yeah, apparently that was mentioned. I don't, I don't know if I know that one. Local Option and Map Room. I, I do enjoy the Map Room. Mm-hmm. As you've been there as yep. well. Yep. Uh, I quite enjoy uh, LML Tavern or Lounge. I can't remember if it's called LML Tavern or Lounge. It's my favorite bar in proximity to Wrigley Field. Okay. It is free of awful people, even on uh, even on game days. Okay. Now, it, what? what uh, how is that? What makes it so? Is it sort of is there a geographical? It's a little. It's a little out of the uh, the blast field mm-hmm. uh, from Wrigley, okay. but still close enough for a delightful stroll. Okay. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. L and L, one of my favorites. Um, have I told you about the bar in my neighborhood? Uh, no. Do you go to it? Uh, I went there. For a, uh, a meeting. Oh boy, my wife's back. Everybody act busy. Alright. How do we do that? Let me, act, let me act like I'm doing something. Okay, hold on. What do I do here? I don't know what to do. Go. You're doing a, doing a podcast. Oh. No. Hi. No. Yourself. Uh huh. Yeah. No, it's. Hi. Would you like to say hi to Carson? Hi, Carson. How are you, how are you doing? Yeah. She's Hi. done. She's done talking to you. <laughs> Are you have to look at each other? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Not no, in fact, we specifically Say, don't right. want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. No need. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? I think I'll relocate. She cramps my style. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't think anybody's listening. What? These uh, these get lots of hot internet clicks. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for Carson. Maybe. Yeah. This is fun. This is a great domestic moment. It is, isn't it? Yeah, where's your child at the moment? The listeners are getting to know my wife. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, my, listeners. Yeah. Hi, listeners, she said. Do you know that... Uh, my child is at camp. Oh, okay. Well, let's get to that in a moment. But uh, this is going to really confuse uh, listeners uh, who have heard you go on and on about your wife's many flaws, and yet she here she, yes, she is actually... Right. I always talk about that. Very Lots sweet. Well, she's very sweet, obviously. She is a sweet, <laughs> sweet lady. Mm-hmm. Sweet, sweet lady. Not to mention the fact that she supports you. That's... that's Yeah, yeah you know, that's partly true. <laughs> yeah. That's partly true. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's going to be... You know, we've given the listeners a lot to think about. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what they you know what they can do? They can stew over this. Yeah, yeah. Now that I'm safely in the basement, I would like to tell the listeners that that woman is a beast, and I can't take her anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not true. Love you, dear. Love you, hon. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, the bar in my neighborhood. I don't know if I've told the listeners about this before, but I'll tell you anyway. Uh, there's a bar in my neighborhood, which is not a neighborhood for bars. This is completely residential. I, I have to imagine this was, like, grandfathered in. From zoning laws, mm. um, called the TNA Lounge. Uh oh, wait a second. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wait, as uh, TNA or T and A? And A. You will find none of that there. Okay. In the sense that you're thinking. Right. Uh, this is essentially a bar devoted to uh, bookmaking. And. Uh, oh yes. Yeah, and. You can still smoke in there, which you're not supposed to. Okay. And the bartender, well, actually, he's not a bartender now. He's a regular again. But at the time, he was a bartender. His name was Barney. Mm-hmm. Ba- uh, Barney or Bernie, sorry? Barney. Barney, okay. He is off-the-boat Irish. Is okay. not of Irish extraction, but actually Irish. Right. And he actually, <clears throat> he came over during the during the potato famine. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, he's, he's an older gentleman. He is not. He is not aging. His no. liver is actually being preserved by, by scotch. Is that right? He wears he wears his liver on dog tag chains. <laughs> yeah. Um. And Barney, uh, I got a conversation with him. He's a bit hostile. Okay. To uh, to everything. Yeah, to everything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he told me that he got the job. Uh, as bartender after being falsely accused of trying to burn the place down. <laughs> and, and his, his, uh, explanation to the owner, who is a Polish lady who has to be in her late 80s. Uh-huh. Uh, she's still vibrant? Yeah, I mean, you know, she's smoked a lot, you okay. know. Alright. That, sign of, sign of life. I mean, she's made it this far with that, with those sorts of um, life or the sorts of habits, so she has something going on. I mean, she, she'll outlive me, I'm sure. Okay, yeah. all right. Who who won't though? That's really a question. Right. Yeah. 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 Maybe I don't know who won't outlive me. Jimmy Carter. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyway, uh, and his explanation and what cinched him the job was is he told her, "I got cousins in the IRA. If I want to burn the place down, I'll burn the f- place down." Well, got the job. Uh, QED, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, falsely accused of trying to burn the TNA lounge down. Mm-hmm. And uh, he made his appeal as to why, had he intended to burn the place down, mm-hmm. the place would be a pile of soot. Okay, yeah, that's right. Because he has IRA burning right. down buildings chops. Yeah. And he was rewarded with a job. Mm-hmm. And then he was... Fired not long after that and became a regular. But then now he's a bartender again. No, he's a regular now. Yeah. 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 Mm. Oh, he's back. He's back to being a regular. Uh, the, um, you know, uh, a lot of people don't know that there's a less hostile wing um, uh, of the IRA known as the Roth IRA. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's <laughs> as it's, it's more it's more of a, a Jewish Protestant combo package. 
they launder the IRA money. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But they they all hate Catholics though, and that's the, yeah. well, that's their their point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, has anyone ever uh, threatened you um, or said in your presence that they that they have a, they have an inclination to swim in swim in Catholic blood? <laughs> has anyone mentioned that to you ever? <laughs> I have a uh, uh, a nativist neighbor who dresses up like Daniel Day Lewis from Gangs of New York. Okay, he's always threatening to kill me. Is that right? No. Oh, <clears throat> okay, fair enough to that. But uh, there is—I don't know if it still happens—but there is quite a bit of uh, um, sectarian angst uh, when uh, two particularly popular uh, Scottish football teams play each other. One of them being Rangers, uh, one uh-huh. of them being Celtic. And uh-huh. uh, you could tell probably Celtic has its uh, Celtic has many. Is it not pronounced Celtic? It's not. No, Celtic. Uh, Celtic has many. Uh, Celtic has many uh, Catholic supporters, uh-huh. and Rain- Rangers has many Protestant supporters. So I'm for the I'm for the Celtics. You yeah Celtic yeah just say I'm for the Celtics. I'm f- no. I'm Go f- Scotland Celtics. <laughs> But uh, occasionally, uh, in the past, I don't know if it's still the case. I'm going uh, to Sharpie and write Scotland Celtics on a T-shirt. Rangers, uh, the uh, the Ranger, the supporters for Rangers will sometimes uh, they have a couple songs that concerned uh, Catholic blood and what they. Uh, <laughs> uh, they have a lot of opinions about Catholic blood, but mostly they're happy about Catholic blood when it's on the outside of Catholics. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and not like in a donor situation, if that makes right. sense. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now, listen though, I had a, I had what I consider this is, a, I think this is a good question um, for an interview, which is, Dane, you mentioned that uh, you will sometimes go to the T and A lounge, or at least you've been there before, mm-hmm. and you also mentioned that uh, T and A in this particular case, uh, not necessarily does not necessarily equal how how we will generally use that. Right. That expression now. With regard to this, or in the context of this place, what do you think TNA probably refer to? If you were to take a stab or multiple stabs, what would it most guess, represent? Most, I would guess that uh, uh, it refers to the beleaguered immigrants who, who started the bar. Okay. Yeah. Do you, That's do you, just a wild guess. I don't know. Like, what, like if you were to try and guess their their names or whatever. Uh, Chopsky and Allen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How about tetanus and anger? Yeah. <laughs> so that's well. Other than I'm pretty sure it's unvaccinated. Okay. Uh, oh, maybe it refers to the disease. Yeah, yeah, they all have. All the people could have tetanus. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe tuberculosis and anger. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now, yeah. We're, getting, now we're getting some it sort of work. Yeah. Some sort of negative emotion attached to a a, uh, a working man's disease. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that kind of captures it. Yeah. Trouble and alcohol. Yeah. Well, now there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, now you're talking. You'll get some hard stares mm-hmm. at that bar because they think you're going to tell them for gambling. Right. And the door, the first thing I was told there, the first time I went, mm-hmm. the front door sticks when you pull it open. It, like, sticks onto the sidewalk. Okay. They pull it back shut. This was winter. And without looking, the gentleman at the bar said, shut the f- door. <laughs> He, he sensed that it, uh, you were a rookie. Right. And that you would be making that mistake. Yeah. Okay. And he sensed yeah, correctly, uh, it sounds like. I suppose at that point I should have left, but, yeah. So there you are. 
Would you like to uh, Would you like to know about uh, some business that's that's going to be conducted today in Madison, Wisconsin? You going to the ATM? Uh, no, no, no. It doesn't require that. But uh, no. you getting paid uh, or something? This is uh, no. This is uh, this is a little bit behind the scenes at Knockrafts. To which you, to which you contribute. I do. Yeah. The um. So I carried the load there. You yeah you did for a while. Uh, you might know that you, you probably don't know, but um, uh, over the course of the last week, uh, July second, it was uh, a contributor to the community blog. There's a there's a part of FanGraphs known as the community blog to which um, readers can contribute a post, um, which will be evaluated. I think I think Dave Cameron and Jeff Sullivan alternate on uh, who who uh, edits and and decides uh, mm-hmm. which uh, which pieces might be accepted. Um, the course of the last week, though, uh, a, a young free writer... Free labor, in other words. Huh? Free labor, in other words. Right, but th- I think that there is a um, there's a reciprocal sort of relationship here. Um, y- uh, writers who uh, perhaps are looking for some exposure... Yeah. Yeah, they can, um, they can attempt to have their post published. And at the same time... Um, uh, the the uh, we yeah we can uh, we can uh, benefit certainly by uh, by publishing those works so it's, uh, it's mutually what point, when do the slideshows start right, right. well uh, I, I mean, people can attempt to, to submit anything in any case uh, <clears throat> there That's was a, the hottest there, baseball wags there was a writer there's a writer um, earlier this week who submitted uh, by the name of Zach Reynolds. Zach Reynolds, yeah. who submitted a piece called Community Research, uh, research being in quotation marks. Community Research, uh, Team Cool Scores, capital C, capital O, capital O, capital L, uh, Cool Scores. Uh, and what he's done is, um, with a nod to Nerd, which, of course, is... Um, yeah, I think I saw this email, yeah. Yeah, but um, so it, well, it's a post. What do you mean, email? I mean, I, there, there was some discussion over... Via email, I believe. Okay, fine. I, um, all right, I didn't see that, but it's interesting. Anyway, yeah, you responded to it, you fool. I don't. Did I? Yeah. What did I say? Something like, "This sounds like a good idea, but I lack the coding skills," or something like no, that. No, this is totally different. That's different. Nah, same thing. Go no, ahead. No, no, it's different. Nah, same thing. Pretty sure. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. No, I don't want to talk about that either. No. Uh, someone said, "Well, listen, nerd. <sighs> nerd is a score." Uh, that uh, is a metric that Carson Stuhl, a, a flawed metric that Carson Stuhl has devised, uh, to, to, which seeks to measure how appealing a game might be, a, a game or a team or a pitcher might be to a baseball nerd. Yeah. Are you stopped listening? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Uh, I'm just uh, it's taking too long. Go ahead. So this guy said, well, what if you, you have a friend who does not really watch baseball at all and you wanted to say, hey, you guy or, or gal, uh-huh. um, Watch this game, and here, you know, so he wanted to come up with the teams that might most appeal to that sort of fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he came up with one of them is uh, sexual appeal, for example. Okay. Uh, one of them might be team charisma, or okay. uh, something else. Uniform appeal. Um, he says what people are wearing while they play sports appears to be very important to my mother. She frequently comments on the get up of athletes. <laughs> the get up. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He also says uh, for with regard to. Um, Oh yeah, he he tries to evaluate attractiveness. Um, he said uh, he thought of doing one method, but it, it was very difficult for him. So he said that was too much work and required money. Instead, I took a massive shortcut 
and figure that in general, youth equals attractiveness, sorted all teams by age, rewarded young teams, and penalized old teams. I divided it in half because my methodology is <laughs> Divided in half. Yeah, because my methodology is I, I appreciate it. I too, and your methodology is questionable. Yeah, right. Which I thought, so these sorts of things amuse me. Yeah. So I reached out to him. I said, hey, what is your situation in life, etc." cetera? <laughs> um, are you sufficiently desperate for what I'm about to propose? Yeah. So anyway, he uh, sort of mentioned he appears to be uh, uh, have some um, familiarity with the sciences, with the hard sciences. Wow. Yeah. The rock hard sciences, rock as they've been referred sciences. to. As they've been referred to before. The swollen and veiny sciences. Yeah. Uh, I believe he lives in the Boston area. Although, lo and behold, uh, he actually is from the Madison area, is currently visiting his uh, family here. And uh-huh. we're going to enjoy a beverage uh, at a local drinkateria. Well, that is delightful. Yeah, today at uh, 5 p.m. we'll be enjoying uh, probably some manner of Belgian ale at okay. a uh, at a um, drinking establishment not very far from the house, which I am uh, of which I am the master for a month. Uh, that's outstanding. Yeah, Zach Rell. Uh, he appears to be great. He was in. Um, he went to a school called Gordon College. Okay. Which is of, uh, has a, a religious orientation, but is also the school attended by Pete Holmes, who is a, one of the comedians that I've sometimes quoted on this. Uh. And, uh, in fact, it appears though Zach uh, was in the same uh, comedy improv group as uh. Pete Holmes. Yeah. I mean, he's younger than Pete Holmes. I'll be but, damned. Yeah. So a lot going on there. But I'm excited to, to meet him. And right, yeah. Um, is your uh, status in life uh, so low? Yeah. Are, are your troubles so great? Um, that maybe you would con- contribute a, well, at least a one-off post, with the idea that if it's poor, uh, you will be canned immediately. Right, yes, yes. No more $5 for you. Yeah. Right. Um, what was I going to say about that? Oh, are you still drinking every day? Yes. Okay, all right. Good. Yeah, in fact, um, visiting northern Michigan with my... Uh, uh, my, my my in-laws. I'm uh, visiting my in-laws in northern Michigan, uh, where my wife is from. Um, she, uh, her mom is excellent. She's uh, my, oh, of course I love my mother, but her, um, my wife's mother is um, so much atten- She's attentive in in a, a very uh, sort of orthodox motherly way, right? Like she makes sure you're well fed. And right. In this case, uh, well besotted with drink. Okay. And um, does she say things like, "Oh my, you should eat." Uh, not so much, uh, uh, not so much like that. But she, but the 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 raw materials are there, okay, uh, for you to be fed. She's not going to push it on you, right? Um, in any case, she's first of all the refrigerator is constantly stocked with a magnum of barefoot Pinot Gris. Ah, do you see what I'm saying? Yes, it sounds delightful. It sounds yeah. great. And also, before I came, she bought three six packs of uh, different Bell's beers. Uh, oh, from I love the Bells. Beers from Bells Brewing. I believe there was an, there was an Oberon, there was a Pale Ale, and there was also the Best Brown. Oh, I like the Best Brown. The Best mm-hmm. Brown. Not actually a dirty website. I mean, maybe it is, bestbrown.com. But, uh, <laughs> That's bestbrown.angelfire.net. Yeah. So, but uh, in this particular case, so so I was, uh, it was the exact right amount of beer. Um, and actually, one way we spent our time was, uh, I think Wednesday, it was the day before we were going to leave. We went up to uh, Traverse City and north of Traverse City to the Old Mission Peninsula. Mm-hmm. Uh, now there is a there's the Lelanau Peninsula, 
which is northwest of Traverse City, and then the Old Mission Peninsula, which is northeast. Uh, the Old Mission's smaller. Yeah. Um, it, these, for whatever reason, there is a microclimate in this area that Ooh, allows for, for grapes to go particularly well, and the wines from this region uh, are certainly comparable with uh, uh, with uh, California wines or, or Oregon wines. I, I, you know, that breezy explanation, I wasn't able to get this in, but I've been there. Oh, okay. Oh, that's great. So you've been to which one, the Lelanau or Old Mission or both? I don't know. One of those. Okay. Yeah. With the uh, wineries that traffic in whites. Yeah. Yeah, well, in, in as many ways as you can imagine. <laughs> That's sort of true. Yeah, yeah. but um, it was fan- it was fantastic, except for the fact that I had a uh, I had a uh, a Chardonnay at one of those that I would describe as buttery. Mm-hmm. It was delightful. Is it possible? I, I don't like white wines that much. Yeah. There is a so. There was a, there's one uh, vineyard that's at the very top of the old Mission Peninsula called Two Lads, uh-huh. uh, which is just excellent. It has an excellent view, uh, and in fact, you mentioned the Chardonnay, uh, their Chardonnay, and I don't always care for Chardonnays. Uh, their Chardonnay not only is it excellent, uh, but it was uh, one of the main wines we featured uh, at our wedding when we were married in Northern Michigan, uh, huh? low these many years ago. Delightful. Yeah, and that was. Would uh, you would you describe that Chardonnay as having a buttery finish? Sure, I guess it was delicious. Okay. Yeah, I my are there notes uh, of butter. My palate uh, for wine is not great. Were there notes of butter? Okay. I'm asking. Yeah. Okay. Buttery. Yeah. I mean, if I liked it, it probably was buttery. I do not necessarily like grassy whites as much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I don't care for uh, for that as much. Yeah, I I typically uh, would like something that tends towards uh, fruit. Uh, not too strongly, but a fruit taste. Uh, not necessarily a grapefruit, um, um, uh, but I don't know some other kind of fruit. I guess I don't know. But buttery, sure, buttery. Okay. We've established well, that. You, wait, I, was there? Did you have any of those wines that you would describe as having a badass finish? <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, there was okay. some. Yeah, there was, oh, this finish. Uh, yeah. This is uh, this is this is great. I want to take my pants off. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but when I mentioned there was a woman uh, who was helping us with the tasting, I mentioned uh-huh. to her. Uh, I said, yeah, you know, not knockers. No, I said, uh, you know, um, in fact, uh, my wife Callie and I, and we, she was there, and so was Callie's mom. I said, uh, this is actually uh, we actually featured two lads wines exclusively at our wedding. She was so thrilled to hear that that she said, "Well, let's have a full glass of the sparkling Pinot Gris." Ah. Yeah, and uh, um, it comes uh, it comes to turn out we did not actually we did not actually feature those wines exclusively. So I was lying a little bit, but it got us a free it got us a free glass of Pinot sparkling Pinot Grigio. So there you go. Well done. Mm-hmm. Did you did you do a did you do a wine tour of lies throughout the entire region? Yeah, that's right. You know. Uh, Funny, funny that uh, we we're here at this vineyard. We featured these exclusively. I said at five different vineyards. Yeah, you know I own a wine exporting business, and I'm considering mm-hmm. yes. a substantial bulk purchase. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What can you do to persuade me? Mm-hmm. Is there anything? Who who at your wedding had the best knockers? Dane. Yes. What? Come on. 
I believe that's a very natural question based upon our previous conversation. Which was what? <laughs> you mentioned your wedding. <laughs> and I want to know, yeah. what was the state of wedding knockers? <laughs> uh, hey, listen. Um, yeah. Um, Are you going to call this episode wedding knockers? No, I'm not going to do that. But listen, people are used – people have become accustomed, Dane, to hearing you um, misbehave uh, via the medium known as internet podcast. F*** you, bro. But (laughs) – did you just tweet that to me? You just read aloud a tweet. Uh, But if if people were so inclined – Dane, on yeah. July 20th. Uh, ah, yeah! Bingo, mother yeah. 2013 in the year of our Lord. Yeah. They could see you, they could see um, your verbal hijinks in person. Not only mine, but yours. Yeah. And uh, where would they be able to do that, Dane? Milwaukee. Milwaukee, <laughs> where poetry is read. Just follow the scent. Yeah. Uh, Woodland Pattern, is that what it's called? Yep. Woodland Pattern Bookstore. Woodland Pattern Bookstore in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, USA, July 20th. I believe the festivities start at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But these things always start late. Right. And it's BYOB, right? Yeah. Yeah. Robert, yeah. Robert, uh, Bobby Bombs, Robert Bauman will be Bring, your, bring your own Bauman is what that means. Bring your own Bauman. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which means to, uh, bring a, uh, bring a, uh, indebted, uh, Indebted foot shuffling guy who's about to marry infinitely over his head. Yeah. yeah. If you can find one of those. If you know any of those. Yeah. Bring him along. Bring him along. Because he's welcome. They get in for free. Yes, yeah, so Messrs. Perry and Sestouli will be reading uh, quite hot poetry. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I expect there will be banter. Yeah. <clears throat> there will be some banter. Uh, Decide what you're wearing. Uh, no, I, do, I think it'll be casual. Can we can we agree that we should wear elbow patches? Yeah, I actually do. I actually have a cardigan that has that has patches on it. Oh, that sounds awful. You should wear that. Yeah, no, no, it's a uh, it was ratty. Uh, it's pretty ratty. That's why it has elbow. It has elbow patches for a reason. What did you see? What you wore to Chris Swick's wedding? Obviously, you don't care about appearances. It's not exactly how I'd phrase it. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not hung up on appearances. I'm obsessed with appearances. You know. You looked like a hobo, like a hobo suit. That's what I would call that. And yet I I was not the worst dressed. <laughs> what, Swick? No, well, I mean, you saw what Jackie Moore was. Actually, Jackie Moore was tastefully appointed. Well, you did have some you did have some really catty remarks about the bride. <laughs> Actually, I, I get I would not have catty remarks about her. She's both sweet and beautiful. Oh, well, that's 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 at odds with what you're saying during the ceremony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you I her just as they were exchanging bows, you leaned over to me and said, "Did that beast even shower?" No, I, I no, but I, that's weird because you said to me, "You said uh, you said was she pickled?" That's what you said. Was she pickled? That's what you said about her. I don't know what that even means, but it, it sounds like an insult. Has this yeah. woman been pickled? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that brine? Is there some sort of brine crust and crust? Crested on her dress. Yeah. You said something like that. Oh, oh yeah. That is odd. Yeah. yeah. And you said uh, uh, you said about Swick, you said, he looked much better uh, when his Crohn's was acting up. <laughs> yes. 
That was weird. Doesn't seem polite at all. Surgery has not been good to him. That's yeah, that's said. right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Looks like he's been mangled by a dog. <laughs> was he set upon by cheetahs just for a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Did he did he just come from a bar fight? <laughs> I do believe he was dragged here by a truck. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Oh, good times. Good times. Yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. I need to get him a wedding gift. I still haven't done that. Oh, yeah. We did that. We already did that. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I'm going to send the f***er a gift certificate from Amazon. Get it done, <laughs> every, get it done over email. Uh, Oy, yeah. Not really kidding about that either. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, that would be fine by me. I mean, it's, you know, if I were in his position, that would be one fewer box to throw away and... You know, you know, and that's the kind of half-ass gift that doesn't really require a thank you note, too. Yeah, so it works for every, all parties involved. Yeah, is what you're I would saying? say so. Yeah, I mean, his wife will think I, think little of me, but the f ever, you know. When am I gonna see her again? You know. Right, because you you'll be deceased soon. Well, I'll see her in ten years when she marries Jack Moore. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, here, let me ask you a question, Dane. Yeah. Can we do a Dean Perry health status update? Oh yeah, I uh, I went for my third follow up blood test. Second. God. Second follow up. Third. Second follow up. Third total. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say I am genuinely concerned about this situation. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Um, and I am waiting for results, and I assume if results are not. Uh, or not to the physician's liking, I'll be referred to a hematologist. Because mm. everyone wants my obscure specialist. That yeah. is everyone's dream. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, so yeah, they, they should have, uh, posted results by now, but they have not. So I might give them a, give them a, uh, somewhat curt phone call after we're done. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, uh, as much as I dislike you. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't like to see any anyone or anything suffer. Mm-hmm. I'm not suffering. Yeah, you're not suffering. It's a good I point. feel fine. You feel fine. Yeah. Well, now, uh, there, there could be a beast of a disease at work within me, but it's yet to manifest itself in pain. <clears throat> well, if you were to have that disease and then survive it, you could do what my mother does, uh-huh. which is um, every time I don't call when she wanted me to call, Right. Uh, when she wanted me to anticipate to call, that she wanted me to call. Right. And I re- fail to do that. Or yeah. when I'm visiting her and she wants me to get something from the other room. Uh-huh. Like, oh, she'll be like, uh, Carson, can you get the, uh, like, can you get my uh, drink? It's in the other room. And I say, why, why can't you do it? She goes, I had the cancer. <laughs> <laughs> she just says that. But I had the cancer. <laughs> oh, Okay. And, uh, and like I, I won't call her. She'll she'll have to. So, I'll, but I will call her. She's like, oh, you haven't called for you know. I wanted you to call earlier. And she says, well, you don't care about your mother who had the cancer. <laughs> she does that. When, when when did she have the cancer? So she had the cancer. I guess three four years ago. What kind? Uh, she had the, the breast cancer. The breast cancer. Yeah, and it was not uh, it was not friendly to her at right. all. Right, sure. Say yeah. it's, uh, it's an awful disease. I mean, yeah. it's one of those situations where, you know, they catch it. You know, they catch it, and so yeah. what really wipes you out is 
the treatment to get rid of the cancer. Right. You yeah. never really feel the effects of the cancer uh, because you're because the medicine to kill the cancer is you know nearly kills you itself. Right. No. Um, but at least it's uh, you know it's supervised and uh, you know um, you know she's a couple parts shorter uh, than when she than when before, but uh, she's alive. That's good. Yeah. Be alive. Yeah. She has enough energy to make me feel guilty. Yeah. Which, uh, as you know, a parent, that's all a parent really needs. I've already decided that I'm going to, uh, if if this leads to my demise, mm-hmm. I'm going to be as much of a uh, burden as possible. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm gonna, like I'm gonna insist on on home care from my wife because mm-hmm. it's like a nurse. Yeah. And my dying wish. This is like you know if I'm. I'm going to do my best to remain sentient until the point of my death. Mm-hmm. My final words will be, don't remarry. <laughs> oh, no, no. Can I can I tell you a way that you could get around that even if you're not? As yeah. soon as you're um, – as soon as it becomes clear that you that you've sort of reached a point of no return. Right. Write a letter to your wife and instruct her not to open it until after you die. So say, as soon as I um, – Slip into the other world. Yes. Read this letter over my corpse and obey it to a to a T. It is my dying wish, my one wish. Yeah, I actually heard I think like um, this American Life episode about that in which uh, in which uh, um, a mother had left. She not only no no she had, what she had done was she had left a series of letters uh-huh. to be open. Either on the daughter's birthday or on the mother's birthday annually. And they were like more and more crushing. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it was really planned out well. She said, that's, I want to be. That's championship. She yeah. said, yeah, I want to, I want to mar my daughter's happiness for years to come. Yeah. Yeah. And she did it. That's righteous. I think that she had maybe good intentions, but it was hard to sort of. She did not play. I mean, if you're, this is a dead parent talking to you from the beyond. You're not even, you know, you're not even of legal age yet. You're still, you know, a minor. Nobody wants to hear from a dead parent. No. No. You hear the echoes enough. The echoes of the right. Yeah. Cl- yeah. Cloying voices. Yeah. Trying to sell their house. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Oh, so yeah. So you have that to look forward to. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, actually, you know. Palliative care sounds sounds kind of nice. Just high all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, on another another radio program I was listening to, it might have been an episode of Radio Lab. Um, there was uh, there was an interesting uh, there was a discussion of an interesting study. <clears throat> uh, some group I don't know did a study. They asked both um, normal normal folks and mm-hmm. also medical care professionals. Mm-hmm. The same set of questions, and they all had to do with, you know, to what degree would you like life to be prolonged uh, after you're unable to live it really, uh, you know, actively yourself? Mm-hmm. So, you know, do you want to be kept alive in this way? Do you want to be on a ventilator? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, f- for the for the most part, people say, maybe not necessarily that they would want to be. No, they, no, they always say, uh, yeah, keep myself alive, keep my family alive as long as is possible, generally speaking. Medical care professionals, to uh, almost uniformly say, no, don't do it. So the right. only thing I want you to do is give me drugs, so right. that I, so that I'm not in pain. Everything exactly. else, make, allow me to die as quickly as the disease will take me away. 
Yeah. That sounds reasonable. Yeah. And I think but I would, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't fear death, don't fear dying, that sort of thing. But I would feign absolute cowardice just, just for the discomfort of those near me. Even like, if you're actually not, not afraid. Right, yeah. I would, wailing and moaning and, yeah. Wimp, maybe some whimpering? Some whimpering, mm-hmm. some, you know, some pleading with God above, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. I would want it to be as uncomfortable for everyone as possible. Open sobbing? Open sobbing. Now, do you have any strategies? Why? If, Why? You, if you were doing this, though, I mean, obviously you want it to, to seem credible that you're actually in pain. Yeah. Upon, would you call on um, childhood memories, uh, maybe particularly embarrassing sexual episodes, uh, in terms of being able to inform these feelings? So do they seem authentic? Yeah, yeah, I, I would do some method acting. I mean, yeah. so what, do you have anything particular that you would upon which you would call? Like a time when you're maybe... Um, your father was uh, cold to you when he could have otherwise given you affection, something like this? Uh, see, my childhood was really too good for that sort of thing. Mm. Well, that's, a, that's a problem. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, but I have an active imagination. I would, well, I, I would also, uh, I would also make false accusations at my, you know, at my parents. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. you have an example? Yeah. Uh, remember that time you beat me in front of the entire church? Mm-hmm. You know, Why? Why did you do that? Yeah, why did you do that? And they would You're, say, that, what, what did they that say? That beating, you beat cancer into me on that day. <laughs> That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Why have you done this to me? Yeah, I would have never had this uh, cancer. Yeah. But look what you did. Yeah, okay. I like that one. My childhood. My childhood. I never had a chance. Yeah. Okay. yeah that sort of thing. Well, just a little light talk. Yeah. End the, end the podcast here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just a little light banter. Yeah. About yeah. a mortal illness. Yeah. That's right. Have you considered uh, maybe yeah. uh, a different route though, which is to to you say, well, maybe I have a um, <clears throat> uh, maybe I have an uh, an illness like this. It's terminal. Maybe I will uh, maybe become like a fire jumper or something like this in the west of the United yeah. States. Something that's dangerous already, right? Maybe become a crab fisherman in the North Atlantic or, or yeah. something like that. What do you? I mean, how, how does that appeal to you? That sounds like a lot of trouble. Okay. I would. Uh, I do already plan to do a uh, a uh, a Facebook post that sort of takes everyone aback. Like okay. I'm not going to do the thing like uh, I've never been more determined to beat this in my life. You know, that's not your style. Right. What's, what's more your style? style? You know, I would like to say I'm inspired and ready for this battle, but at the end of the day, it's pretty much about, you know, medical care and prognosis and that sort of thing. So I guess I'm at the mercy of that. Yeah. 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 I would ask prayers, nothing. but the die is probably cast. Nothing I can do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And probably, uh, you know, uh, you maybe you you make an announcement to your friends and family. Um, you know, given your track record, your support's probably not going to help me. You know what I mean? You know, uh, maybe if I had a uh, different family, loved ones. Yeah. But, uh, no, with you people. You know. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So many of you have failed me. No. Oh, cool. All right. Well, uh, you know, Dane, I think, uh, I think we've covered uh, the, the most important parts here. I, I will have uh, started this episode 
um, uh, I think, with the discussion where we where we meet your wife. Uh, I, I would prefer it you start at the beginning. I guess you'll find out. Hmm. Guess I will. Okay. Right, anything to add, Dane? Uh, like some more coffee. I'm in the basement. I'm gonna have to go upstairs and get coffee. Okay. Uh. Hey, well, Dane, if uh, over the course of the next month you'd like to visit Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. You have an actual house. We have an actual house. They have air conditioning, I assume. Uh, I, they might have central air actually. I don't know well, what that does. I think you would know this. Uh, I don't. Yeah, it's actually on the list of the questions we have to ask. They have not. They have not left yet. They leave today. Oh, I see. They're so all. We spent, we spent the evening with them last night. See that I would be more inclined to do that rather than stay with you and your your hovel. In fact, we don't have, we don't have that anymore. Are you homeless? No, we're here, and then we're going to be on the east coast. Oh, so you're not going to Paris? We are going to Paris after that. After that. Do you know it's funny? Are you are you on the dole? How do you do all this stuff? Uh, well, no, Callie is a she has a she would be teaching there. Yeah, I know, but how do you how do you have money to make these things happen? You're on the dole. What do you mean, make what things happen? Go live in Paris. Uh, in fact, it, it appears as though we would be having a, uh, a pretty decently priced uh, lodging there. It's through a university. It's kind of a crappy like one bedroom. Communist. Sorry. You just you need to you need to realize that you have an obligation to support yourself. It's not on the rest of the world to you know to give you a life of leisure. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that. Yeah. Well, you live it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, today's work wouldn't be wouldn't be a bad idea once every now and then. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's actually this. Uh, I found an image on the internet of Boog Pal that I think I'll just throw up at Knockout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually made that image pixel by pixel. You did. Yeah. I took hammer to stone and made that image. Actually, if I do a knockoff post today, I say this is also a photo of Boog Pal. Yeah. Yeah. Hat tip. Hat tip. Hat tip to Dane for giving me the idea. Oh, you know what's a, you know what's a great idea? We could put an image on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone come across this one yet? I'll have you know that was social media hot sauce. Uh, I believe you don't mean social media. I believe uh, you use the French term generally. Media social. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Generally speaking, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Well, this has been great fun. This has been. It's been too long, Stooley. It has been too long. Been too long. Need some coffee and some cereals. What I need. Yeah, get I slept up today. <clears throat> I slept in today, Stooley. Because you work. Because you toiled last night. I toiled until late, late night. I had one glass of wine last night. It wasn't too bad, huh? I find I drink less when I drink wine. Okay. Well, what sort bad. of wine? What sort of wine are you working with over there? Uh, you're gonna like this. Okay. There's a box of wine from Target. Oh, that's not bad at all. What brand? Target brand? I don't know. Yeah. But it's actually it's actually kind of tasty. Yeah, it's good. Oh. White, white or red or. Red. I support box uh, box wine. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. The quantity. Yeah, it's that's the thing, and it doesn't turn. You know, you can have some, and it's there for another week or so. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the other thing I like about I mean, so much. Uh, <coughs> I think that wine is similar to pizza. In that, so with, with regard to pizza, now do you like pizza? I oh god, I love pizza. Yeah, yeah, I love pizza too. My opinion of pizza is, generally speaking, with you know, with very few exceptions, even the worst pizza is still pizza, right? Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, it's 
it's never bad. Right. Yeah. It's got right. Now, uh, I actually, you know, I've had bad. I, I made the mistake one time of buying pizza off the street in London one time. <laughs> well, the Brit, the Brits are famous for their Italian cuisine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that was bad pizza. It was legitimately bad pizza. But even that was like, well, <coughs> not so bad. I feel it's like, still uh, bread and cheese and sauce. Yeah. Right. I feel much the same way <coughs> with with wine now. Yeah. You know, you give me some wine. I feel like, would I, you know, is would I like wine that's been aged, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera? Yeah. Sorry. There's a. I am outside. There's a. Uh, there's a mud dauber that was invading my space. <laughs> well, you can't let that happen. Yeah. Um, I'm a coward too, so that's that also. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, no. I feel like with wine, it's like the worst wine is still. You still have wine. Yeah. It's still going to help you forget your troubles. Yes. Yeah. 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 There you go. I I I probably wouldn't go quite that far because I have had some stomach turning red wine before. Okay, yeah. But uh, I'm I'm definitely with you on the pizza part, and that I would eat. I would find a slice in a in a in a storm drain. You know. <laughs> yeah. oh, this one this one has nickels on it. <laughs> I guess it's one of the toppings of this pizza is nickels. Nickels and hepatitis. Who knows. <laughs> This was stuck to the bottom of a meter maid's boot, <laughs> and it is still delicious. It's still, it's still good. Yeah. All right, let's stop the po- we'll stop uh, stop podcasting. That's actually yeah. I mean, anyway. Uh, thank you, Dane Perry, uh, um, for for joining uh, joining us on this edition of Fangraphs Audio. Testuli, it has been absolutely delightful. All right, we'll stick around for a moment. That has been Dane Perry of uh, CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball, and uh, also Knockgraphs. Uh, I'm Carson Testuli. This has been Fangraphs Audio. Art.